Hey guys, welcome to the Jack Coleman Experience. You're listening to our first ever podcast. So, uh, just so you'll know, I am Jack Coleman, and uh, I'm your neighbor for the next few minutes. And I really appreciate you listening. So, as you listen along and you like what you're hearing, go ahead, hit subscribe, and write us a review. Uh, as one of the uh, podcasts that I listen to all the time says, we're living in a review uh, economy. So, if you will give us a, a review, we would appreciate it. So, uh, so I want to tell, tell you a little bit about who we are and why we're doing what we're doing and what we're all about. So, I am a husband, I'm a father, I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a business person. And it's in that order. Uh, my family comes first in my life 100% of the time. That's the reason why we're starting this journey. At the end of the day, we want to create more time for our home life. We want to create more time for our family and for our kids. Stop chasing money and start chasing memories. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. Between the two of us, my wife Rifka and I have seven kids. You heard that correctly. Seven kids. And if you listen long enough, folks, you're going to hear their names. You're going to hear stories. You're going to hear some hot button topics. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things. And family's going to be one of them because at the end of the day, that's uh, that's what makes this whole world go round. So let me tell you a little bit about the podcast. Uh, so I am a really, I'm a lot like most of you. So I've spent my entire career climbing the ladder in the corporate uh, in, in corporate America. Climbed up just to get knocked down. Uh, I bought into the to the myth where you go to school, you make good grades, so you go to college, and you go to college to make good grades, so you can get a good job, and you get a job, and you do get good uh, get good evaluation, so you can continue to climb the ladder until you get to your zenith apex, and then if you're lucky, you stick around and you continue to grow. But if you're like me, uh, you know you, you get uh, you get knocked down sometimes. So. Um, I spent 15 years with one company, then I, I started working there when I was in college, and I was downsized in 2012, so uh, since that time, I have spent time with several other companies. I've bounced around, uh, continuing to do some of the things, operations uh, leadership, marketing leadership. Uh, I've just not, it's just never been able to scratch that entrepreneurial itch that I have always had. So this past January 2019, I left corporate America to pursue something for my family so I would say myself but it's really for my family that's why again what we do what we do and, and the interesting thing really about the last three years is I'm starting to now scratch the itch that I've had I've always been wanting to get involved in real estate and when I say the industry I am not just talking about helping clients as it relates to buying and selling my goal is to be in the real estate business uh, not in real estate sales so uh, we will be. I'll become an investor. We're going to dedicate time in this podcast to that journey. Um, moving to the Charlotte metro area, we're going to help you virtually explore the town uh, before you get here. So uh, when you follow us on Facebook and YouTube at the Jack Coleman Experience, what you're going to find is you're going to find us going into neighborhoods, trying different restaurants. We're going to let you tell us where to go. You want to try the new barbecue joint, but you're not sure which is the best one to go to. Let us know. We'll go and uh, we'll go and try it for you and tell you what we think. We're living in a review economy. Remember that. So, who better to give you a review than your neighbors? So, uh, that's where we are with the, with that. So, uh, so that's where the podcast comes in, and, and we're going to talk about real estate agents. We're going to talk about uh, insurance folks. We're going to talk about other folks that are self-employed. So, we're not just going to focus on the real estate market. Uh, 
But when we do talk about the real estate market, we're going to talk about what's the real estate marketing doing in, in my area? How about across the country? What are the developing trends? Is it a good time to get into real estate? Is it a bad time to get into real estate? There's never a bad time in my opinion, just as an aside. It's just depending on what you're doing inside of the industry that's going to uh, help you decide what part of the real estate business that you want to work on at that time. Um, do you want to know what it's what it takes to work for yourself, whether it's in the a real estate industry? Uh, do you need to understand what mindset does it need to be? We'll talk about my caveman mentality and, and how, uh, how we got to leave the cave every day. Um, we're going to talk, how do you approach people when you're being, uh, how do you approach other people about being their own boss? Uh, a lot of times there, there's businesses and operations that you can get into to where you can grab somebody and mentor them uh, and help them be successful. Um, how do you stay focused and direct? Uh, so, so what I would say is tune in and find out. We're going to talk, like I said, we're going to talk to a lot of people, not just real estate people, not just insurance people. I've got friends that have created apps. I've got friends that have opened restaurants and, and uh, social media influencers. We've got people out there that are really making it happen in a big way. And, and that person could be you. Uh, it's just a matter of what your mindset is. So, so that's it. So our next, uh, our next show is probably going to be uh, real estate heavy. Uh, questions like how much does it cost to get into the business? Uh, how much time is it going to take you? I can't answer how much time it's going to take you, but I can tell you how long it's taken me so far. Uh, and as I've continued to scratch the surface and, and signed up with a brokerage house and, and started the process of getting everything that we need to get lined up for our, our future. So that's where we are with that. So here we are, guys. I want to, first of all, say thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. I mean, uh, we, we really want to know, is there an opportunity for us to share content? Uh, is there something that we can do to help out uh, and help us help you? You know, what are the things that you want to see us do? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to follow the Jack Coleman Experience on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram uh, for even more of what we're doing. And uh, there's going to be a lot of content out there. We're just getting that off the ground. So be ready to start finding the things and and answering we're going to be answering real estate questions and like i said you want to explore charlotte and the surrounding areas with us we're going to take you where you need to go so uh you know in closing you're going to hear me close every podcast uh with uh don't forget to be a good neighbor you know our philosophy in life is you need to be the neighbor that you want to live next to you um that helps create neighborhoods if you don't know who your neighbor is i challenge you right now today walk outside go knock on your neighbor's door and uh, introduce yourself because those folks are living right next door and you've got an opportunity to impact somebody in a positive way. So having said that, I appreciate you listening to the Jack Coleman experience uh, on your, your device. And thanks a lot for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time. Episode number two of the Jack Coleman Experience. You say caveman like it's a bad thing. What's going on? Welcome to the Jack Coleman Experience. I am your host, Jack Coleman, and I will be your neighbor for the next few minutes. So I appreciate you joining us. And before we get started, as my main man Tim Ferriss would say, we are in a review economy. Uh, if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, we would appreciate a, uh, for you to not only subscribe, but to give us a review. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google. Uh, you can find us on uh, 
uh, the Apple Podcast Store, wherever you find your podcast, take a look for us and and subscribe today. So that way you can see the podcasts when they come up. And when it comes to the review, uh, you know, I would appreciate it personally if you would give us a review. Let us know what you think. That helps us get you the right content uh, and and deliver the information that you want to hear about. So uh, we appreciate that in advance. Let's get on with the podcast. So I know I said in our introduction podcast that our next podcast was going to be real estate heavy. Well, I changed my mind. Uh, and the reason why I changed my mind is I wanted to set the tone for this adventure that we're currently on. Uh, I wanted to use this time to talk about a success mindset. Uh, and a success mindset is one that's needed no matter what your trade is, no matter what your job is, um, no matter what you're trying to do. If you're going to be truly successful, you have to have a mindset that is uh, leading you in that direction. People who have a negative mindset or have what I call stinking thinking, there is absolutely no way they uh, they can have success long term. It just doesn't work that way because negativity breeds uh, uh, contentment. And I know that sounds weird, but uh, I can't tell you the number of people that I've come across in my life and my career that are the most negative people on the planet that are sitting in a spot where they're not progressing beyond their point and they're okay with that so um but what i wanted to say is that the people that that have to really be focused in on a hyper success mindset are people that are entrepreneurs people that are self-employed out there working for themselves they have to be totally focused on uh keeping their mind positive and and pushing in the right direction and like i said it doesn't matter who you talk to uh whether they're presidents, whether they're CEOs, um, whether they're hyper-successful real estate agents or insurance agents, um, successful people all have that specific mindset. And they'll call it different things, you know, a warrior mindset. They'll call it hustle. They'll call it, burn, they'll call it burning the candles at both ends. Uh, I've even heard it called, uh, you know, i got to go out and chop some wood today, um, which is a funny scenario because we chop wood in the wintertime because it's cold. Uh, we chop wood in the summertime because we know winter's coming. So uh, it doesn't matter what it's called. Ultimately, it is all the same thing. Uh, I call it my caveman mindset. I'm going to reiterate, all successful people have this mindset. All successful people have a mindset of, uh, of positive focus. Um, and for the self-employed, you got to have it. You cannot eat without it. It just is what it is. Um, So why do I call it a caveman mindset? So when you think about a caveman, here's what we know. They were hunters and gatherers. They could not sit in their cave and expect the food to come to them. At the end of the day, if something got in the cave, that was a bad thing, right? They had to really fight or flight for their lives there. Um, Ultimately, what they had to do, they had to go out every day they had to knock dinner in the head, and they had to drag it back to the uh, to their cave, and they had to whip it up into the best Brano burgers that they've ever had. Um, and the ones that were really truly successful, man, they ate phenomenally well. Um, there was always plenty, always. Um, or they knew what to do with what they had, so they were able to take their portion, and they were able to... Uh, 
um, stretch it out so that way they knew when there was going to be times of uh, scarcity or that there may have been some lean times, they were going to be prepared for it. The ones that didn't have this type of mindset, the ones that that weren't uh, that that weren't the ones that would go out of the cave every day, they didn't survive. Uh, they got sick. Whether that was the and they died out. Whether that was the lone wolf caveman or or whomever it was, you know, th- their mindset did not dictate that they would survive. And this is truly nature's uh, parallel for me as it comes to the business world is it's the survival of the fittest the ones that take the most action win um and so you need to always have a mindset where you're not going to starve abundance and and that caveman mindset have to be something that that you practice every day now stick with me and and how does this relate being a caveman i want to really dig into why that relates to having a success mindset so all successful person people in businesses no matter what they do they go out and they work hard now most people work hard that is what it is because you got to work hard to get paid you got to get paid to eat so most people work hard but the reality is is that the hyper successful people they do more Um, they create massive action they know that if they write down a goal and they have a plan they have to be able to execute that plan they work as uh, as necessary and they work as hard uh, as they do or as they can until they succeed. Um, Les Brown said, it's not over till I win. The hyper successful have that mentality. They're not going to quit until the, the game's over and the scoreboard has them in front. You know, now the, the caveman that's working for somebody else, they're trading their time for money. They get a paycheck every every week, every two weeks, once a month. And that paycheck does reflect part of their effort. It doesn't reflect their whole effort. Um, it, but, but what I'll say is if their effort is slack, they're going to continue to get paid until the boss decides they, they don't want to pay them any longer because they're not meeting the expectation. The people that are crazy successful, they're able to leverage what they're getting paid and the effort that they're putting into it um, and they because they keep getting after it every day. They go out and they chop wood. They go out and they, they hunt. They gather and they bring it back to the cave um, and they bring it back to the chief so that way everything can be distributed property. I'm sorry, distributed properly. Um, and they'll work like crazy. They continue to climb the ladder and eventually they may get on the top of that ladder and once they get on top, they look around and they survey their surroundings and they say, like blowed on Nemo, they say, now what? Right? I mean, what are they going to do next? Um and that made that depends, right? We'll talk about that in a second. But they've got to decide there what where they go. Um, and there, you know, there's some there's some positives about working for somebody else. Um, not all cavemen that are entrepreneurs can automatically jump out and work for themselves because at the end of the day, in order to ensure that they they have plenty and they have the portions to be able to take care of what they need to take care of, sometimes they do have to make some hard decisions and do more. Um, in order to make sure that they can they can build their business. Um, so what are the pros of working for someone else? So we know it's safe. You know, a caveman that, that uh, goes out every day and he's bringing back to the cave, chances are um, he's not going to, bad stuff's not going to happen for the most part. Um, when you work for somebody else, if you're successful, you become trusted, you get comfortable, 
and you continue to grow that portion that you're being given until it's the biggest portion that you can get in that specific uh, position. Um, the other good piece to it, or positive piece to it, is if you you're, you grow, you're going to manage a business and run a business without the financial risk associated with running your own business. And a lot of times people find that to be an exhilarating part of, uh, of their day. They, they get granted a certain amount of freedom, but they're guaranteed that salary. So um, that, that's a very positive aspect of working for somebody else. So for me, the main drawback of working for someone else is if you're that caveman that's uh, employed, is that uh, you only eat what the chief gives you. Your portion is only going to be finite. Um, salary benefits, bonuses, all those things will eventually max out. Uh, then you either accept your lot in life uh, or you have to move to another tribe. Um, you have a down cycle. That, that's another part. You know, if, if something happens that sales or revenue gets knocked down, um, you make a mistake, you lose a client. A lot of times, if you're in charge, you're not going to be working for that that chief anymore that that boss is going to make the decision that he's going to go in another direction um and then you're like bloat again you're like no what so like i said above you move along to a new tribe right so if you get downsized or if you get to the top of the heap you move along to a new tribe and sometimes you can move if you've built a reputation you've got you've done really good work over time based on that success mindset you can go in and get a job where it may just be like an easy transition into a like position and sometimes into a position that's going to pay you even more um but then sometimes you have to start down at the the not necessarily at the bottom of the hill but you got to start down a little lower um that's some of the drawbacks of working for someone else so uh what does the entrepreneur caveman look like so that that caveman who uh who is self-employed and works for himself, they're just like that other guy. You know, they are out there, or, or that other guy or that other gal, they're out there busting their butt every day, um, except they get their reward with 100% of the risk. So everything that can go wrong, they're accountable for. You know, they got to pay the bills. They've got to make sure that, that the, if they've got employees that salaries are met and benefits are met, they got to make sure that they're getting out there and paying their taxes. There's a lot that comes with that entrepreneur uh, that if you don't have a success mindset, you can get overwhelmed quick. And that success mindset is going to help you stay organized. It's going to help you see those things. You know, when that, that caveman, when the entrepreneur leaves the cave, there's no downtime. There is absolutely no slack time. If you don't have a successful hunt, the caveman's going to starve. There's nobody giving them a part of their portion. Um, it's Again, I point back to what I said earlier about survival of the fittest. Nobody's just going to give you something. Um, just Generally, they're not going to give you something just to give it to you. Uh, whether we like that or not, that's just the way the world works. Um, so every day when you wake up, your mindset has to be there is no plan B. There's no other options. If you don't kill that dinosaur today and drag it back home, you're not going to eat. Uh, and I've said that a few times, so it's important to kind of put that uh, put that mindset in play. So the major drawback, as I see it, is that's there's no room for failure. That's the major drawback. You know, I think that's the thing to point to that a lot of people get frustrated by is the risk is every bit of the risk is yours. Every bit of the dollars that's coming out, every bit of the the uh, 
Every bit of what it's going to take for you to run this business comes from you. You can't fake it till you make it. Um, sometimes you can do that in the beginning, but until if you don't grow your knowledge base and you don't grow with the opportunity, um, then eventually people are going to sniff that out and they're going to realize that you're not the subject matter expert or you're not the authority on what you're doing and they're not going to want to do business with you. So even though that may work in the beginning, if you don't make strides to to learn your craft, then um, you're going to ultimately not work out as an entrepreneur. You have to understand that your portion is going to start out small. And a lot of times, if you've worked for other people, your portion is going to be a lot smaller than what you're used to. But you've got to keep in mind that as you grow and you get better at what you do, your portion is going to grow. Everything that you do every day is going to be about your business. You can take a day off. You can relax. But you can't have a slack day because if you're working for yourself, for an example, like I said, you know, for us, we're starting this journey into the real estate industry. If my telephone rings, I don't have the ability not to answer the phone. I've got to pick that phone up um, or have a plan in place on how that call is going to get answered. So that way I don't miss an opportunity to make sure that I'm taking care of other people and growing my portion. Um, That's part of the reason I think a lot of people struggle being self-employed is because, you know, they get to a certain point and they start making a little bit of money, their portion gets a little bit bigger, and they're finally like, oh boy, I can rest and relax. It's not The game's not over until the game's over. The game's not over till you win. So you have to put yourself in a mindset that I've got to keep going because I, there's no plan B. And that's part of what I talk about, making sure that that dinosaur doesn't, or I'm sorry, that caveman doesn't wait for, uh, he doesn't eat everything all at one time. He makes sure that, that from a success standpoint, he's got provisions put away. So that way, if there is a little bit of a downtime, that he's got the opportunity to make up something that he may be missing. Um, so with all that negative, why would anybody ever want to work for themselves? So I think it's because that it's all about that portion again. You know, I said earlier that you're... you're uh, when you work for someone else, you have a finite uh, portion. You're only going to get a certain amount. When you work for yourself, you grow your portion almost infinitely. Um, I've often, you know, I've heard it said, and, and I've said before, real estate to me is one of the only businesses out there that you can get paid congruent to your efforts, equal to your efforts. The hyper successful, the most successful that put massive action, they make call it rock star money, call it NFL money, call it athlete money. They make money that is not going to be accomplished by a lot of other people in our society. And the reason they do that is because they're willing to do whatever it takes to be successful. You know, the people that are truly success driven, they can pull all kinds of levers. You know, they've got resources out there that others don't have because they've gone through the efforts of networking. They've gone through the efforts of getting to know other people. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but it's so important. And the cave, the caveman has to have a tribe. It's so important to do that because that's going to help you move along the way. Um, so ultimately, the goal is to have the freedom to operate your cave the way you want to operate your cave. And you're going to have some time freedom, um, but you're not going to have anybody else going out and dis- dis- distributing your dinosaur, taking your portion and giving you a little piece and then doing other things with it. Uh, if I make that dinosaur, if I kill that dinosaur and I drag it back home, I want to dole it out. I want to make sure that the portions of that dinosaur that's going out are going out to the proper spots. 
because um, I can do more with the whole than I can with the parts. Um, so I want to be able to direct my portion. A token example of that is Rifka and I want to be able to uh, take a portion of what we make and start a college fund for people wanting to go to trade schools and getting their certifications in HVAC, getting associate's degrees in trades, becoming uh, uh, certified to be electricians, uh, plumbers, and that sort of thing. Because at the end of the day, we can take and help kids that are in, in uh, areas of life where they don't have the opportunity to go and do more things that's going to help get them out of certain situations and help them go to school to get out of that situation. Not every kid, we love education and we think that it's super important to learn more skills so that way you can grow and make more money. But at the end of the day, not everybody has the people around them or the scholarship to be able to get paid for education. So an effort that we want to do is make sure that those kids that are in those those difficult situations have an opportunity to get out and learn and to become successful. So young men and women going to trade school is, I think, that's a that's a movement that we have to foster because as the tradesmen and tradeswomen that are out there now get older and older, there's got to be people to come in and backfill those. Um, so let's get back to what we were talking about earlier when I talked about the hyper-successful caveman and how well he eats. The hyper-successful caveman eats well because he's got a tribe around him. And the chief always eats better um, in, in some situations because he's able to, to take the efforts of all those around him. And then as he eats better, his team, his tribe eats better. Um, they surround themselves with people who are just like them or on the same mission that they are. And we call that the tribe. They have mentors and others that help them become successful. I can't remember where I heard it. I think it was Gary Keller that said it, but he says he said success leaves footprints. And when you have a mentor that's truly interested in your success, for nothing, not necessarily anything that they get out of it, um, but knowing that when they're, they help you be successful, it's going to help them be successful and grow because they're going to be able to plug into you and learn from you. Um, Mentors teach people how to be successful, and in turn, they're able to learn new skills because you're going to be good at something that somebody you're working with isn't good at. And uh, I think that's important. You know, cavemen don't survive by hoarding their spoils because if you have a big if you, if you have a big dinosaur that you've 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 brought home for dinner, you've got to be able to to eat what you can, but. You don't want stuff to go bad, so being able to give that back out is so super important. And the last thing I'm going to say about mentors um, is it's been said that you're the sum total of the five people that you hang out with the most. And whether you know it or not, those people are leading you. And if you look around and the five people that you hang out with the most are successful people and they're doing the things that you want to do in life, they're helping you grow by all means, stick with them. Do everything you can to learn from them and actually put yourself in a position where you can teach them as well. But here's what I'm going to tell you. If those people are not helping you grow, if those are not people that are successful because they're lazy, because all they want to do is, is do things that don't help them uh, increase the portion that they're getting and giving, uh, because the bigger the portion you get, the bigger the portion you can give, right? 
the bigger portion you can dole out. If you're not surrounding yourself with people that are like that, that have that success mindset, I encourage you to walk the other way. I encourage you to get out of that situation because you have got to be able to find the opportunity to grow. Um, So that's the success mindset. That's a quick snapshot. I want to be able to tell you more about it and and uh, help you help you learn about being successful and, and putting your mind in the right spot to have positive thoughts throughout. Um, but I want to switch gears here as we start to wind the podcast down, and I want to talk about uh, uh, something that's going to be growing for Rifka and I. Something that we think is important, and that's ra- random act of kindness. R A O K. Uh, random acts of kindness. Roke. Um, so when you go to uh, uh, visit us online, one of the things that we want to start a, 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 to talk about and start a, a campaign around is you talking to us about random acts of kindness and not the stuff that you've done. Don't toot your own horn because at the end of the day, if you do something just to talk about it, are you really doing it for someone else or are you doing it for you? Think that, think about that. So when we talk about random act of ki- uh, random acts of kindness, we want to hear about what people have done for you. How have people blessed you? What's the kind actions that somebody else has taken that made you feel special? That could be something, you know, somebody in front of you at at, uh, the quick trip uh, bought you a cup of coffee and you didn't know about it because you were behind them or they paid for your hot dog or you're in line at Chick-fil-A and and somebody has uh, paid for your lunch that was uh, in front of you. That's amazing things that people do and they just do it. And they do it because it makes them feel good. And they do it because it's a blessing for them. Um, now, having said that, what I really believe is that when somebody blesses you with kindness, it becomes incumbent upon you to bless other people with kindness and, and doing things that are, are great uh, for them. And not really talking about it too much, but at the end of the day, do it because of the way it makes you feel and the way it feeds your spirit. You know, so when you're out and about today, Look at somebody. Listen to somebody when they need somebody to talk to. Listen without judgment. Listen without solutions. Sometimes that's important. Um, But a random act of kindness can be anything. Sit and listen to a little boy or a little girl tell you a story about how they want to be a dinosaur. Um, Go out and cut your neighbor's grass. Not because you have to, but because, you know, at the end of the day, they work hard. And you're out doing it already, so knock it out real quick. It's not going to hurt anything. Um... Just do things to help others. So, uh, And then tell us about it. Tell us how you've been positively impacted by other people. And that's uh, R-A-O-K, Roke, Random Acts of Kindness. So, uh, okay, so that's the podcast for the day. So I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, I said it before, we are in a review economy. Please, please, please subscribe. Give us a review. And uh, and. We want to make sure that, that you enjoyed the podcast and we are able to give you the things that are important. We want to make sure that we continue to uh, deliver content that's relevant and then you con- deliver content that you enjoy. Um, join us on Facebook and on Instagram at The Jack Coleman Experience. Um, pop over there, give us a like. Uh, coming soon, you're going to be able to find us on YouTube at The Jack Coleman Experience. That's going to be our YouTube channel. Um, and you're going to see different things that we're going to be doing, whether it's date night, 
uh, where we're going out and reviewing a restaurant in the area, whether we're exploring the, uh, the local areas here in Charlotte and, and the surrounding areas where we live, York County, Fort Mill, Rock Hill, Indian Land, uh, exploring new restaurants, exploring uh, shopping centers and shopping areas. If you go to our Instagram account, you know, Rifka, myself, and our two little ones, we enjoyed uh, Sunday afternoon over at uh, South End here in Charlotte which was a lot of fun. So go over and check out the pictures. Then we had a little date night afterwards. We went to Hobo's in Fort Mill for a chicken and waffle sandwich, which uh, I got to tell you, between that and the pig chips we ate, that was pretty good eating, folks. So uh, again, don't forget to uh, uh, give us a like. And no matter what you do this week, whether you're going to start practicing to be a caveman, whether you're just going to go hunting and gathering snacks out of the refrigerator, um, we hope you have a blessed week. Uh, don't forget to be the neighbor that you want to have. Um, so show some random acts of kindness this week. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, thanks for.